0: Hello, and welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. Hey, guys, Buddy C. I'd like to welcome everyone today. We've got Marla and Kate and Aldra, Julie, and Craig. Guys, welcome. We've got a good uh, chapter to go over. But before we do, one thing that we're learning is that. Uh, you know, the, the 23rd chapter says that if we open ourselves to the Tao, trust our natural responses, everything else will fall into place. So I want to take a minute of uh, silent meditation. Let's just open ourselves up to uh, to our higher power, what we believe to be there, and uh, just see what happens. Let's take a moment. Okay. All right, guys. The 18th chapter of the Tao De Ching. Um you know I want to mention something if you guys uh don't mind um I've really been meditating a lot about what we talked about last week in the seventeenth chapter about the progress of you know you know before we had talked about that every relationship, every thing in our life had a life cycle, right mm-hmm. We had this birth uh, there was nothing, there was a birth, had the life, then died then something else came to take its place, right? So we had issue when we held on to stuff instead of letting things die their natural death, and we held on to something that was brittle and cold and dead instead of letting go so that we could move on to something new, okay? And then last week we were talking about all those, um, the four ways that we, uh, the four phases of any of those relationships right we 're either at ease or or we show we 're in a love phase, which would be more of a charity love not as in perfect love, but love is in charity, kindness, that kind of love to hate uh i mean to fear to hate okay so and I was thinking about that all week about. Where am I at with every relationship, with every concern, with every care? Am I, am I at the worst place, which would be the hate place, or am I in fear in that relationship or in that uh, intention? Or am I in a love phase with that, or am I in an ease, which would be the goal? And I think this just takes it a little further, this 18th one. Takes it a little further and talks about all the substitutes that we have when we don't, um, when we're not in line with the Tao. You know, when we haven't opened ourselves up and are holding on to self and all the things that we learned. So, did anyone else have any other revelations about that this week or any? Uh, I've just have not been able to get it off my mind. I've just been looking at every relationship or every time I have any angst about something. I said, "Man, I'm, I'm in." you know i'm either in fear in it or i'm i'm in uh, uh hate with it you know there's something going on there and uh and learning how to turn that over and move toward love then move toward ease you know and all those things so uh, it's just incredible how applicable this is being being written 2500 years ago and ancient at that time you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh Any comments on any of that, guys, before we move forward? Y'all good? Yeah. But uh, let's – I'm going to share my screen. Okay. Ten. We're on 18. Yeah, we're on 18. When the great Tao is forgotten, kindness and morality arise. When wisdom and intelligence are born, the great pretense begins. When there is no peace within the family – filial piety and devotion arise. When the country is confused and in chaos, loyal ministers appear. See the progression downward, the progression into uh, unmanageability, if we're talking about the program? This is progression down into step one. You know, because for me, the goal is turning more of my will and life over to God's care. That would be step three. When I don't do that, I start seeing insanity, and if I let that insanity stay long enough, step two, I'm going to start seeing unmanageability. And this shows from the first, the way I'm seeing this, in 18 it starts with turning my will and my life over to the care of God, if I want to think about it that way. And then once that's forgotten and I start holding those cares, all these are levels of substitutes for that. So, so far that's what I'm seeing out of this. The second one. When the great dao is forgotten, goodness and piety appear. When the body's intelligence declines, cleverness and knowledge step forth. When there is no peace in the family, filial piety begins. When the country falls into chaos, patriotism is born. When the great Tao is abandoned, charity and righteousness appear. In other words, charity and righteousness is not as good as being open to the dao. That's a substitute. When intellectualism arises, hypocrisy is close behind. So the next phase of that would be intellectualism, uh, the next phase of management, self-management. When there's strife in the family unit, what, it, what, does, the, what does the big book say? We cease fighting anything and anyone. Mm-hmm. People talk about brotherly love. When the country falls into chaos, politicians talk about patriotism. When people lose touch with thou, they start talking about righteousness and sanctity. When people forget what's true, they talk about self-evident truths. When people have no respect for one another, they start talking about political correctness and family values. Wow, doesn't that sound familiar? When the nation is unstable... People start talking about patriotism, all substitutes and all worse substitutes as you go down the scale for opening yourself up to the Dow. Losing touch with the Dow when the Dow's abandoned, when the Dow's forgotten. Okay, guys. Any comments?
1: Yeah, I, I had a little trouble. Originally, understanding it, you know how uh, how the wording worked. Where um, you know, um, if if one thing doesn't happen, something else arises. I'm not, I you know, I was a little confused about the wording of it, and uh, I had to read it several times to understand. It. I still don't really understand what it means, and I might not be the only one. Oh, I am also confused not. by it. Okay good. I think it's confusing. It's yeah. very confusing.
0: The whole thing is, guys, because we intellectually look at this because that's how we're used to looking at any any of these type things, you know, so um,
1: what's going on? What is
0: someone,
2: something that comes to mind for me, um, I find that it's, it's a little bit confusing you really got to think hard on it. It's maybe the difference between being and doing. So if you're just being, you don't need to do, but when you start doing, um, it's because you've you lost touch with being.
1: No, oh, I like that. That, yeah, that, that works. works.
3: That's good. I read into complacency. Yeah. I think when we start to get complacent, we start to lose sight of the positives and the negatives start to creep in. Um, when it was talking about when you, you forget about the Dow. Um, and everything else starts to starts to come in. I think when when we lose sight of the the overall goal, the overall purpose, our own selves start to come in and start to influence things again. Um, so I think if if we look at things as in a recovery terms, if I start to get complacent in my recovery, then the negatives are going to start to creep in, and that's going to lead me back to uh, my addictive self again. And that's because I'm losing I'm losing sight of the ultimate goal, which is long term sobriety. Um, I think there's a couple of references in there for to completeness, Um that's that's what I took out of it. Again, I was I was I kind of struggled originally to find out what it was about. I had to look up a couple of the couple of the difficult words, um, but that's I, I could see a disappearance of the, the positive things and the the doubt and an appearance of negative things like um, like myself coming into into play rather than the greater picture or a higher power. And keeping us on that on that road, and I think if we start to lose lose sight of the main goal, then we're going to just kind of shift backwards again. Oh.
0: You you know, and all these are what they're talking about are all substitutes for the Tao. If you go down the list, kindness and morality arise when you forget the Tao. That's a that's one of the better substitutes for loving your neighbor. Is that what it means? That's what I think it means, so, Marla. I didn't get that from it. That, that's what I I mean. I, I I could be totally I could be totally missing it. But no, you
1: that, no. That's
0: but I, but I, I what I'm what I'm thinking is these are all and every substitute is a greater substitute. So it's saying when the Tao's forgotten, kindness and morality arise. That doesn't arise if the Tao's not forgotten. So it's like a, a substitute for the Tao. Okay. And then when kindness not- and morality are you know, then next is wisdom and intelligence come after kindness and morality. Wisdom and intelligence is a poorer substitute than kindness and morality. This is the way I'm thinking, it's a progression.
3: If you look at the third, if you look at the third, it says when the, the great Tao is abandoned, charity and righteousness appear. So you are gone from the Tao to righteousness. Intellectualism arises, and then hypocr- uh, hypocrisy is closed behind. So you gone from a positive, yeah, to a negative. So that that's 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 where I got the view of we're sliding back again, rather than losing vision of the, the
0: Similar church. to that, slide down from ease to uh, love to fear, to hate. Mm-hmm. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Very similar. It so seems
2: like there's an inference of, of a very slippery
0: slope here. And yes. Small,
2: little step can lead to, um, a complete downfall.
0: And, and it's all about staying connected. The Tao being your higher power. So I, I know we have new folks listening to this all the time. So, the Tao is your higher power. It's it's um, uh, it's whatever is there that the God that's not you, <laughs> you know? and, and and all the words that we put to describe it, whether it's you know Jehovah, higher power, whatever it is, it is is an incomplete and very inaccurate and very uh, poor name for what this higher power is. So. You know, the Tao that can be described is not the eternal Tao. You know, same thing, you know. Um, So, you know, that's, you know, isn't that part of the reason? I I know, Marla, you're Jewish. Isn't it part of the reason why the name of God is is so sacred in the Jewish religion? Yeah. For that same reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've got a friend that's Jewish, and he won't say the name of God because... You know, he won't spell it out. He won't do any of that, you know, right. because yeah, yeah. of that reason. <laughs> you know.
1: If we spell it out, as g d
0: Yes, yes, that's how he spelled it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, but, you know, and that's a reason in the New Testament Matthew was a Jew and the kingdom of heaven instead of kingdom of God for you Christians. Oh. That's why uh, kingdom of heaven is so prevalent in, uh, in the book of Matthews for that reason. Cool. It's because he wouldn't say the kingdom of God. You'd say the kingdom of heaven, so, but uh, same deal. So when we lose touch with our higher power, this is the slope. Huh. So we could apply that to any relationship or any concern or any care we have too. If we're if we're seeing any kind of fight or strife, where are we at in this on the slope? Could be a way that we could you could look at any anything in life really. With the goal being at the ease of turning it over, the care and concern over to our higher power.
4: So it's kind of like being, kind of like we're trying to be self-sufficient rather than focusing on our higher power. Like we're substituting our higher power's will, kind of putting our own in, like with this goodness and piety. Yes. Or the and knowledge, like we're putting in our own.
0: Substitute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a self-generated substitute. All of those, none of those are DAO um, uh, characteristics when you think about it. Those are just poor substitutes for the DAO.
4: Okay. That's making more sense.
0: Well, that, that's what I got out of it. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot more there. We're like the tip of the iceberg, I'm sure, on all of these. So no way do I think we've got this figured out. But, uh, oh God.
1: That's so funny.
0: It's the emptiness, like, but we have to stay teachable. You know, what is it uh, if we uh, want knowledge, we learn something. We want wisdom, we unlearn. Yeah. So we've got to keep that emptiness. That emptiness is what makes, makes us useful that willingness to to learn and understand, never figure out, never think we've got it figured out, you know. Um, But, yeah, it's just a a slippery slope, slippery slope. Y'all ready to go to some commentaries or you want to – any more comments? Uh, This is the – Stephen Mitchell, he wrote the second – did the second translation. I want to read one line out of his. It says, A good father has no intention of being good. He just acts naturally. And how that would apply to this. All these other things are being good, doing, like you were talking about, Aldrin. That's all doings, not beings. Are we the human being, not the human doing? All of those others are self-effort when you think about it. How much self effort? If you're talking about recovery, how much when you came in the program? I know for me, I had six years of self effort. I tried all those things, you yeah. know, every level of self effort. But until I abandoned myself to my higher power, till I let go, none of that self effort worked. Mm-hmm. None of it.
4: I like that he talks about intent. Because if you think about like the goodness and piety or the cleverness and knowledge, cleverness and knowledge, uh, those things you kind of, when you're presenting those things to the world, you kind of have an intent of making yourself look good. Yeah. But that's not really in the right way of the Tao.
0: No. No, absolutely not. You're right, Kate. It's not. And everyone is another level of control. I mean, loyal ministers appear. Those are higher levels of control. Every one of those steps down the slope is more self. And the last ones are self-imposed upon you.
5: And that's kind of the whole uh, yeah. progression. You know, you're. you're what I'm hearing... Um, and I've never read the book or studied it or anything. So what I'm what I'm hearing and seeing from, uh, from you guys is, you start off in the Tao and then one little uh, one little step back or away, just like with your program, one step a- away from it. You're you're still on the outskirts of it, and you feel like okay, well, I'm I'm still involved, so I'm okay which leads to another step away, and the farther away, the more, um, Kate, I think it was you, the more slippery the slope gets in a sense that we're still able to fool ourselves that we're, we're in it, and then all these things are coming up almost unbeknownst to us, and then all of a sudden, we're totally run on self-will again.
1: So That's exactly. kind of how I'm picking that yeah. up. Exactly. Exactly right. Exactly right.
0: And this is just examples of the progression into self-will. You know, just like in the steps, if you're turning your will, and your, turning your will and your life over, then you're. For me, I'm better doing three every day. All the other steps help me to do a better job of turning my will and life over to God's care. Because I still have part of my life I haven't turned over to His care. I think there'll always be a small part if I were doing that 100%. That would be perfection in my opinion. So when when I've got an area that I'm really not turning over, I'm going to start seeing how am I making substitutes. You know, and I start seeing the insanity and then the insanity grows. That that step 2. All of this is coming into step 2 more and more and then you start seeing the unmanageability of one. So you start seeing you know, strife and you know chaos and all, and all it com- it all comes from not turning your will and your life over to God's care, which is not abandoning your higher power. you know that's That's the progression I see on this. So very applicable, very applicable. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read the uh, Derek Lynn commentary here. Um, it's got some good stuff. The Tao always exists. How can it fade away? Uh, it said, which is how he, uh, the great Tao fades away is how he translates that first line. This chapter isn't talking about the ever present Tao of the universe, but the concept of it in our thoughts. When that concept fades away, we can no longer be congruent with the Tao in a natural way. We need concepts such as benevolence, compassion, justice, and righteousness to guide our actions and behavior. So we need all those concepts when we have the substitute for the Tao, just like we were talking about. The six family relationships are parent, child, older sibling, younger sibling, husband, and wife. When these six are in a state of harmony, the family enjoys a strong bond that requires no effort to maintain. When they degenerate into a state of disharmony, we must work on filial piety, obedience, and affection to keep the family together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Obedience. I mean, if you're in a right relationship, who needs obedience? You just do the right thing, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what this. Is, I think that's what this is talking about. Okay, now on to the the last section there about. Uh, uh, politics and all. When a country descends into chaos and anarchy, it becomes crucial to make the distinction between ministers who are loyal and those who are not. I didn't notice that. Loyal ministers appear. Huh? In general, the further we stray from the harmony of the Tao, the more necessary it becomes to make distinctions. Good and bad end up so polarized that we tend to forget they emerged from the same doubt. We talked about before about good and bad. Now you've got loyal and disloyal. I never saw that. Instead of it just being, we're making distinctions now. Think about what happens when hatred takes over your thoughts. Your antagonism against your enemy is so intense that it is impossible to see any common ground between the two of you. This harsh sense of separation is a sign that you've become too removed from the positive and uplifting Tao. If it is possible for you to draw closer to the Tao, the hatred will begin to lose its grip. You gradually gain an ability to see things from the other person's perspective. If you cannot agree with that perspective, at least you begin to see the cause of the conflict. This is the beginning of understanding. Good stuff. Good stuff. Any comments? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, we will move on to our third commentary. Dr. Dyer. And I'll put it on the screen. Okay. Can y'all see my screen share okay? Yep. Yep. Okay. This is the 18th verse. This is his translation that he uses. When the greatness of the Tao is present action arises from one's own heart. Mm-hmm. When the greatness of the Tao is absent, action comes from the rules of kindness and mm-hmm. just.
1: All right. That's a little clearer.
0: It is, isn't it? Yeah. If you need rules to be kind and just, if you act virtuous, do not say you are virtuous, but if you act virtuous, this is a sure sign that virtue is absent. <laughs> Thus we see the great hypocrisy. When kinship falls into discord, piety and rites of devotion arise. Yeah. You, know, you must come to Christmas dinner, you know, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my family anyway, that's uh but you know, we have to do the right thing. Your family, you know. <laughs> When the country falls into chaos, official loyalists will appear. Patriotism is born.
1: Living without rules.
0: Okay. Now, uh, living without rules, uh, and I'm going to skip down a little to to this part here that talks about laws and rules or rules are seen by many as solely responsible for effective kindness, justice, and love. But you can choose to live from your heart, viewing these virtues as individual responsibilities that you adhere to without a stature or convention telling you so. This is what I mean by living without rules. You can choose to see yourself in harmony with the regulations and laws of your business, government, family, and religion, rather than because of them. I promise you that when you adjust rule-based thinking to a heart-based attitude, your life will change. That is what this is talking about, moving from rule-based to heart-based thinking. We're kind because we're meant to be kind, not because we must be kind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We do the right thing because... It's the right thing to do. (laughs) Not because we'll get in trouble if we don't. Comments? Mm -mm. Okay. Uh, Make love the bedrock of your family's motivation to be loving rather than just feeling obligated to be kind to others. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That is so strong. But that's what this whole thing is about. Learning that it is each individual's personal responsibility to live without governing will ultimately demonstrate that when you change your thoughts, you change your life. That's where he got the title from. (laughs) You know, I always think it should be the opposite because your actions change your thinking. So that's what he was thinking. Okay. But that's all what it's about is living your life without governing. You know, uh, loving because you're made to love. Like that's how you're designed. You're designed to love, not because you have to. So here we have a summary of what takes place when the great way is deserted. The need for justice arises. Falsity among the people creates a need for rules, and rulers are needed to restore order. Political ministers appear to bring light to the the disorder and darkness. Let your actions arise from your Tao-centered heart. When you're centered in the Tao, you don't need any rules nor are you bound by what's declared to be legal or illegal. Your reason for not stealing from others isn't because it's against the law. Rather, you assume personal responsibility for your actions. Your life isn't based on living by rules. Your reason for not stealing is that you respect the rights of others to be free from pilfering because it resonates with the Tao. In the Tao, there is no stealing because everything belongs to everyone. There's no ownership of land or property. There's only the willingness to love and respect everyone in all things. The laws make stealing, maiming, or fighting illegal arose because of this connection with the Tao. You know, if our life is as it's supposed to be and we have what we're supposed to have, why would we want anything that someone else has? That's how I relate that to what I learned in the program. Because if everything is as it should be, then that brings a part of this in too, the same thinking. Uh, Don't act virtuous, be virtue. Back to that being stuff, right, Aldrin? Acting virtuous is not the same as being (laughs) virtuous. So the Tao instructs you to be authentic in all your interactions. Be authentic.
1: It would be so nice to live this way, all the time.
0: Yeah, but you know, it's kind of like what is that? uh, You've got to go through it to get to it, you know, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's lifetimes to get through it to undo everything you've learned. Lifetimes.
0: Yeah, maybe that's part of uh, uh, part of that learning and unlearning is not unlearning good things, but unlearning bad things. I'd always thought about it about. You know, me having it figured out, but maybe part of that is is unlearning the act of being virtuous rather than being virtuous. I don't know. No
1: no. No, 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 I no. don't know any of this. Oh my God.
0: Uh, I was looking to see if there's anything else in here. Uh, do the dial now. Let's go ahead and read that. I'll, I want to read this. Uh, I'll read from here down. Uh, he, wa- he uses a Hafiz poetry line. Everyone is God speaking. Why not be polite and listen to him? Yeah. And everyone really means everyone, not just those who are subject to your rules and your laws. Do the dial now. Emphasize why you're obeying human-made edicts today. Spend some time connecting to the underlying reason For stopping at a red light, having a driver's license, wearing a seatbelt, paying to enter a movie theater, or not drinking and driving. See if your ego enjoys breaking rules for its purposes by listing all the rules and laws you obey or disobey in one day and then identify your most important heart rules, Hmm. your heart rules. Good stuff. Comments? i see a couple of chats.
2: You know, for me, a lot of this is speaking to this idea of separation. And in my way of thinking, um, you know, in my way of thinking, God is the source and substance of everything. And it's just a matter of how aware, and that includes me and everybody else, and it's just a matter of how aware am I of that. Do I, do I not, am I not aware of it at all, or am I completely aware of it? And when you believe or have no awareness of the, and if you substitute God for the Tao, and, and you believe that you are one with the Tao, then you don't need these external sources, like ministers and laws and whatnot, to, to guide you between right and wrong. When you when you live your life from this place of separation, you need that external source to guide you. But when you live from the awareness of what is already true—that you are one with God or the Tao—then you don't need you, your 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 north star comes from within. It's not mm-hmm. this external force; it's an internal force. And so it's just a matter of of awareness and and not buying into the belief of separation
0: and those are some good red flags for us too you know when we start saying i've got to do this or you know that little angst that comes up because you know at one time you you know you might have you know shook somebody's hand or went to a meeting or whatever because you enjoyed it now you're thinking you're doing something out of obligation you know whoa wait a minute i'm slipping down this slope (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm over into rules now. I must do this instead of I want to do this or, you know, those type things. So, yeah, that's good stuff, Alder. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen, sister.
0: Craig, you've been quiet, sir.
3: I was just thinking. Um,
0: <laughs> well, that's a problem.
3: <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering what's rattling around with my washing machine. My wife's left me in charge of the washing machine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just Just for you saying about um actually having to do things, it was amazing how um inactive addiction it was never a problem for us to do things like walk down to the shop and get your get your beer get your wine, but it was always always such a hassle to get into recovery um this, this This is where i 'm seeing coming back into the complacency um, and just what Julie was talking about um stepping away from stepping away from the Dow, stepping away from what you 're actually doing uh, the, the further the further you get a, a step further away from what you 're doing um you 're kind of losing focus and what i 'm seeing on this is um, the more you step away from your program, the closer you are to getting into relapse and um, I think it's always it's incredibly important not to lose sight of That mean that mean goal, Um, and it's it's like you said. It's it's harder to it's harder to get sober than it is to stay sober.
0: You know, and all these actions that they're that they're talking about. Most when you get down toward the bottom there, you're getting more things you could see outwardly, but most of it is inward. Only you know when you're being kind. And when kindness and morality arise, that arises in you. So all this is a personal thing. You only you know how why you're doing what you're doing. Your actions could look the same, whether you're really um uh, abandoned yourself to the Tao, if you're being powerless in a situation, or if you're um you know, if you're kicking and screaming and fighting inside, you know, because these first few phases of this you know it's an internal thing you you may not your act, outward actions may look the same so it's kind of red flags for us we have to check our motives and look at you know look at us individually for that you know does that make sense
3: yeah yeah definitely yeah
0: now now how do we in recovery come back let's say we're down this scale and all, all right. of a sudden we find ourselves down in you know fighting and struggling and kicking and screaming and we're out into the shell of what's real instead of really working from an inner conviction and an inner joy of doing this. How do we get back to the Tao? How do we get back there? Because that's the important thing because we find ourselves on the scale all the time, you know, if we look.
3: I think the further the further down you go, the, the more it is important to, to reach out to people,
0: mm-hmm.
3: reach, out mm-hmm. to, reach out to people that are in the same situation as yourself, or people that are kind of further along than you are, um, mm-hmm. and then creating accountability as well. It kind of keeps you, it, it keeps you from the getting complacent. Um, but I, I would say definitely reaching out to, reaching out to higher powers, reaching out to um, sponsors, again other other people that are in active recovery, people that can actually help you. And just, just
0: let go of that self. Yeah. How about working the steps? How about doing a review? My, my sponsor, something will be bothering me and he'll say, okay, let's do a fourth step on that. And I know what he wants me to do. I have to write it out and sit down with him and we go through it, you know, and all of that. I don't like doing it, but it works and it brings, brings it to my attention when I'm doing these things because I may not see it until I write it out and look at it. So for me. Uh, reapplying the steps you know doing 10 through 12 on a regular basis like we learn but sometimes I have to sit down and do something a little more in depth even after working the steps years ago you know initially and uh, they just become a way of life so uh I'll sit down and go through something and and identify it that way talk to someone about I just work the program really how about the way that we deal with resentments? What five fifty two talks about that in the big book, where we start praying for someone? Do it even when we don't mean it, or mm-hmm. the or it's empty words. It works. Yeah, that's doing th- That's correcting when we're down that slope.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, any uh, other
1: tools? Yeah, that's uh, just you know. In- for me, I'm you know I work with a woman who suddenly has a problem with me and makes it. She's making it a little bit uncomfortable for me, and I'm trying to um, you know let let nature take its course. I'm I'm approaching her with love and um, just the way I used to. And you know it's it's really up to her to come around, you know, to love me again. But it's not my business how she feels about me. Mm. So I'm, it's, you know, that was from learning the doubt, mm-hmm. is trying not to make it my business, how she feels about me.
0: Just keep doing the right thing regardless of mm-hmm. her behavior. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Try not to react.
0: Yes. That's good stuff. Letting go. Let go or get dragged. That's our choices. <laughs> God's going to go any one way or the other. We can either go kicking and screaming or we can go and be happy. I want to be happy. Me too. Anyone else? I have a real applicable situation. I have a new business I'm starting and I had a couple of programmers that wanted to be involved and um, they're just not getting the work done that I need done in a timely manner. And They've got full-time jobs. And One's a friend of mine and good intentions, you know, all that, but it just hasn't worked. I didn't want to, in the past, I would have kicked and screamed and made a big bitch about it and, you know, just lost a friend over it, something like that, really, because it's costing me money. We got to get finished and they're not getting the work done, you know, all that stuff. You can get stirred, you know. So I've been praying and meditating over it. And this has really helped me tremendously. And I just wrote him an email this morning and just said, listen, I said, you know, I explained it out in a kind way, he emailed me back in 10 minutes and said, you're right. He said, I just my had good intentions, and we remained friends, and everything's good, you know. So uh, um, you're right, though, uh, Marla, learning to apply this is, is where it's at.
1: Yeah, it's not going to work if you don't actively work it, just like the program. It's, you know, it's great to read the steps, but if
0: you're not going to be involved, buy. You're not going to apply it. It doesn't work, does it? I, have, I see people all the time that come to meetings that say, I tried AA and it didn't work. I said, well, what did you do? <laughs> well, I came to a few meetings. I said, that's not AA. That's meetings. I said, did you work the steps? Did you get a sponsor? Did you make your amends? Well, I didn't do all that. I said, when you read those promises, it says that you'll be amazed before you're halfway through. That halfway through is halfway through the ninth step. <laughs> if, if you haven't gotten that far, you haven't worked the program, you know. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, I mean, I know there's other ways to get sober. That's just how I got sober. So they come to AA and they say that, and I say, well, I don't think you really worked AA. If you did, you know, you if you worked the steps and it didn't work for you, okay. But uh, if you didn't, then uh, you, you cut yourself short, you know. But uh I thought it was a
3: private conversation we'd had. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh Patrice, how are you, ma'am? I'm I'm doing okay. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am okay, great. You're coming at the end. We're just finishing. Are you? Yes, you're I'm, an hour late.
4: On my time it said eight o'clock AM. Eastern. <sighs> <laughs> Well, I'm late then.
0: I'm sorry. Come Uh, next week. Come next week.
1: So it's... uh, It'll be 7 a.m. your time. Oh, no. We're in East... We're Daylight Savings times this weekend, right?
0: Yeah, it's going to bounce. Yeah, we're going to fall back. Yeah. So it'll still be an hour difference.
1: Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) For her, but not for Craig. Craig will change. I crazy stuff in scotland so just okay just just quickly while we're talking about this we, we
3: had a, we had a meeting on tuesday and i'd done the exact same as patrice done i turned <laughs> up just as omar was on a spiel <laughs> and i'm sat on my sunglasses thinking yes this is everybody's started what's going on he's like right that's it we'll see you next week it's because our clocks went back at the weekend there so i'm an hour thinking i'm an hour early Whereas everybody else was the same time, so um, I really think you guys should catch up with the GMT thing. And just synchronize your watches to mine. That way, okay. I-
0: <laughs> done. Good idea, Craig. We'll we'll, we'll talk to uh, the powers that be, and I'm sure they'll comply.
3: Yeah, just remember, it's it's not all about me. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the
4: road right now, and I will be for about a year. So. Um, I'm in different time zones. Right now, I'm here for three more weeks, but after that, it'll be a different place each week.
0: Well, where so, are you at, Patrice?
4: Right now, I'm in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. And then I'll be in Florida. Then I'll be on the West Coast and East Coast and wherever.
0: Well, good so, to have you. Thank um, you. We have, um, I posted the links if you wanted to start. I don't know. Have you ever read the Tao Te Ching or studied any of this? Now, no. Okay. You uh do you, do you practice a program? I do. AA, the 12. Okay. Well, if you do then this the dow is the higher is your higher power. Okay. It's the same thing. So, um so this is it's really all about letting go and acceptance. Lots of acceptance. Lots of everything is as it should be.
4: I need that. <laughs> Without a doubt I need that. Thanks. Yeah, I that they had posted a survey trying to get more meetings because um, most of the meetings I cannot attend because I'm at work. Right, and so I'm hoping that there'll be more because just what little bit that I've been following from being on the road, this group is amazing.
0: We are. <laughs> well, oh, just uh, got this started, so we're we're going to add more meetings and do more. So. I'm so, looking forward and, to that. And then so any, any, you know, we're always looking for people to uh, jump in and chair too. So okay. if there's ever a time that, you know, you have a need, you see a need and it's something that you can do, uh, just talk to O about it and see what, you know, if you're,
4: okay. Yeah, absolutely. If I put
0: something on your heart to do, you know, just don't hesitate. Definitely. But uh, it's a great community. I, I was hesitant about too. going to a paid community. Uh-huh. Just quite honestly, because of, you know, background in AA, you know, you're not supposed to pay for things, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, right. and, uh, and the, the way I see it, you're not paying for the recovery, you're paying for the platforms that bring the recovery. Patrice, good to, good to meet you, dear, and we'll be doing this every week and you can catch it on the podcast because we're doing the podcast on this and the recording okay, in the great. events in the video section, you can find it under the albums.
4: Oh, so, awesome. Okay, great. So
0: and the other meetings too, they're all recorded and put there as well. So uh look under um I think under video and then under the albums, they're all separated. So Okay, perfect. Nice okay. to meet you, Patrice. You Thank as well. You. Yeah, good to have you, Julie, yeah. too. We got you two new show. we got two newcomers today. Great. Yeah. All right. Well guys, have a great week. We'll catch you next week. Bye everybody. Bye.